All right. So why don't you give the listeners a little intro into who you are and uh, how you got started on Pumbra? Yeah, sure. So my name is Nimit Desai. Um, I'm the captain of Buckeye Pungra. Let's see, how did I get started? Um, so I got started in high school, actually. One of my friends, uh, Karam Tatla, he had his parents had started a, a Pungra team with him and his friends when they were in, like, ninth grade. And so one of their dancers dropped out of the competition they were going to go to. And I had been doing Ross up until that point. And so he just, like, messaged me on Facebook. And I didn't really know him that well. And he was just like, hey, you want to dance? I heard you have danced before. And so I had, like, a month or, like, two months maybe to, like, learn how to do Pungra and then go to, go to a competition. We ended up going to BOB Juniors, and we got just absolutely smacked by FCB and DCMPA. But, yeah, that's sort of, like, how I got started. Uh, and then after that, I mean, uh, he had graduated. so. Um, I stuck with the team, got to see Giovanni in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I mean, once I got to college, it was like, you know, I had already put in so much time and effort, and I, I really enjoyed doing Pungra more so than any other dance type I'd really ever done. That uh, You know, it seemed mm-hmm. kind of obvious that I would join a Pungra team and, and sort of try and pursue that. Yeah. Oh, wait, BOP doesn't happen anymore, right? That was just, like, something that used to happen back in the day. They just chose, like... It was like an invite-only comp kind of thing. Right, right. So, like, it was, like, what, 2012? We actually competed against, like, uh, like UNC's captain, Sahil, and, like, uh, a lot of the FCB boys. Like, I actually competed against them all the way back then, so it was kind of funny. I, mean, I, was, I lost like, them like, then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that rivalry is deep. Dude, it runs deep, man. I lost them then. I lost them now. Yeah. Oh, man. It's too, it's too, well, it's too tough, like, dude. Akash. Akash and Roman. Yeah, Roman, yeah. Oh, and... And wait, and, and didn't Rom dance for the so-called? Yeah, yeah, actually, team? actually, yeah, yeah, dude. dude. I hate Rom. Yeah, he's so old. What was he doing there? Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? <laughs> he shouldn't be dancing that competition. That's out of control, yeah? He was cheating. That's Classic. essentially what happened. Yeah, we lost because they cheated. That's that's what happened. And that's also what happened at every other competition we competed against the FCB. And they just, they always cheated. You know, that's just what it is. Bending the rules, man. Yeah, yeah, bending the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's sort of how I got going. Okay. Which also, since you mentioned Karam's name, I should take the mm-hmm. time to apologize to Karam on the podcast. And we did record an interview with him many months right. ago. And I don't know if that interview is ever going to really air. We, we can re-record one with him. So pretty much you went into college and you started dancing for Buckeye right away? Yeah, yeah. So I joined my freshman year. Um, we the the team was like very newly co-ed. Um, like they had been to like one competition the year before. They went to R two B two. You know, a lot of the a lot of the team was actually also like relatively new to Bangra. I mean, to to the circuit in general. So we we actually did make it to blowout that year. Um, which was which was crazy. I mean, we all had a lot of fun, but. Um, the team definitely had its struggles. You know, we weren't really able to to pull up any placings or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I think after that year, I was I was really set on sort of like you know trying to pick up a leadership role, and you know see if I could kind of like move Buckeye Bunga away from like uh, or like sort of into the, the the center of the circuit. You know, try and get us to be like a relevant team uh, going forward. So, yeah, I mean that freshman year experience is actually pretty crucial. So. So pretty much your freshman year, you did a couple small comps, but you guys made it to blow out that year. So that was kind of right. maybe sort of a 
Do you, do you consider that to be more of a breakout moment or maybe the next fall? Um, yeah. We've... I think, uh, well, I, okay, so we, we, went, we went to blowout that year, but we weren't necessarily, um, we, we were an okay team. I think, uh, but we, we didn't really have anything special. Um, I, I think people didn't really view us, people kind of viewed us as like a normal, you know, co-ed, co-ed collegiate team. You know, we, we didn't really do anything outside the box. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was that next fall we went to Berg and we sort of brought like a different sort of choreography that people may not have been used to or, you know, we, we actually started doing some stuff that maybe people hadn't seen that uh, people really started to take notice of, you know, maybe there's another team coming up in Ohio. So I think that was, that was sort of more yeah, of a breakout yeah. moment, I guess. So and you guys like you guys got new varieties and stuff that fall too, right? Right? right yeah. Yeah. Like, it was. Um, yeah. It was, it was kind of like a like a rebrand, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. I I um. So I, I was on the e board, um. You know, uh, that that coming year as a sophomore, and so I I, I worked like like day and night that summer. I was I was relentless. I mean, I I I don't think I'd ever worked so hard at anything in my life. Um, but I was like really, I really wanted us to be, I really wanted us to go to Burke. I really wanted us to be good. And so I, you know, I spent all like a, so much time watching videos. I, every day after work, I would go to like our recreation center and I would just like spend like an hour or two hours just dancing with Karam or dancing with anybody else who was in Columbus. Um, just trying to like make sure that myself, like I was a good enough dancer that I could feel like I could, you know, aptly teach. Um, other people on our team, you know, I felt like that was the the main first step that I wanted to take was make sure that, you know, as a dancer myself, I'm, you know, if not accomplished, at least competent, right? So that, you know, moving yeah. forward, you know, people can at least respect, you know, my ability to, to point out flaws or, you know, to teach people how to do it. So, yeah, that was sort of the first yeah, step. Yeah, so, you know, so you're essentially making sure that you have the skills to be able to lead by example. Right, right, right. And I think that that, that became really crucial moving forward. I, I don't think it would have been possible for me, you know, especially being, you know, I was I was uh, 18 when I took over, and you know, everybody else on the team was was older than me. So, you know, it was uh, it, w- it would have been tough, I think, moving forward. And had I not tried to establish myself as a as a really solid dancer on the team, you know, for me to really be a leader. Uh, I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but in terms yeah, yeah. of I know that there's some there's some collegiate teams that I've like talked to on the circuit and even independent teams who've like you know they they've had their ups and downs and their lulls and especially collegiate teams since the dancer turnover they their name might have been associated with a successful team in the past or maybe they their team didn't have much of a name before at all. Right. How how did you guys besides just getting new varieties and stuff really go about this rebranding process? So that like yeah, people started like thinking of Buckeye as a different team than Buckeye was in the past. Right. Um, so I think uh well at first I felt like the only thing I really cared about doing was coming up with choreography. And I felt like that's what I you know, I, I didn't to be frank, like I didn't really care that much about formations. I, I didn't really that wasn't something that interested me. You know, it wasn't something I was really pushing myself for. So when mm-hmm. I sort of thought about, you know, what we could be good at and what could kind of be our our uh, identity, you know, I was like, you know, well, if I love coming up with choreo, then, you know, we should be a choreo-heavy team. You know, that that should be something yeah. that, that we try and, and ride out. And so, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, trying to make sure that our choreography, um, we sort of came up with this little bit of a formula where we would have, like, uh, a segment would be comprised of, like, you know, like, not like a specific number, but, you know, you'd have a, a certain number of variations 
you know, of, of you know, standard moves. And then uh, you would have eight beats of, of sort of a, you know, a very interesting drop, like build up into a drop. So we would spend mm-hmm. a lot of time trying to create creative build ups. And then, and you know, just, just at the drop, you know, hit something that, that we know how to do, like double Jaffa or Pertaka or something. And so, yeah. you know, we, we, we started branding our team in, in terms of like, hey, we're a choreo heavy team. And um, right away, the thing that I told everybody was that, you know, we're not going to be the co-ed team that everyone's seen. Like, this is not something that, that kind of came about. Like, this is something that I think we all really wanted was that, you know, we're going to make a set that maybe an all-guys team might do. Or maybe, you know, yeah. it's going to be powerful. It's going to be energetic. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be all out. And then, you know, we're not really going to deal with the kind of graceful stuff. And then, but we're going to be a co-ed team that does it. You know, and I, I think everybody really bought into that. Um, they wanted to kind of establish ourselves as having our own identity. You know, we didn't want to be like a VCU style set. You know, we, we weren't yeah, good enough yeah. dancers to just come out and just out dance people and just out grace people. So we kind of wanted to bring that sort of like the power aspect and sort of like, you know, declare ourselves a power dancing team. So that's sort of what we did. Um, I think, uh, we spent a lot of time training dancers and teaching dancing form. Uh, that first year, and I think that was sort of like what gave us a foundation for us to be successful in this past year. So you guys went into this year thinking, like, mm-hmm. okay, we're rebranding the team, we're doing a lot of cool stuff, but you guys didn't have any major placings that year, right? And right. now, and now going into the year after that, this past mm-hmm. year, where you guys were also like super successful this past year, but like. Before we get to, like, what did you guys do differently, uh, one thing I want to know is, like, how did you guys keep your teammates, uh, like, sort of, like, almost trusting your leadership to an extent? Like, did they, were they still kind of thinking, like, oh, like, what Nimeth and Garmin, these other guys are doing, like, is it really working? Like, should we keep yeah, working right, to right. them? You know? <laughs> right, right, right. I think that was always, that was, that was probably the, the, the toughest. Like, when we came back from blowout and we had placed, like, fifth or sixth or something like that, um, and after having like what, what we all felt like was a relatively successful year, um, and it kind of ended that way. Um, there were a lot of us that were, you know, a lot of people that may not have, that were saying, you know, hey, maybe I might not come back to the team, you know, and, and I think it, it only, it came down to, um, you know, I, I had, I kind of tried to have a conversation with all the returning members before the year started. And I essentially said, hey, um, my bad. You know, like I, I, we, we had the right mindset. Um, the execution wasn't there on my part in terms of set design. Um, you guys all improved dramatically as dancers. Uh, and I think that we can do this moving forward if we just, if we just plan this out a little bit better. And so, um, you know, I think it was, it was really a leap of faith on their part, um, which I'm really thankful for. I mean, I, I, I really, you know, um, considering how we didn't place that year, I, I was really happy that we had so many people choose to come back again and choose to kind of go for round two. And I think us losing also was kind of made people pretty hungry. You know, people on our team were very unhappy, you know, when we didn't place a blowout, which I thought was a good thing. Because the first time we went to blowout, everyone was just like, oh, wow, we made it here. Thank God. You know, we're all high-fiving each other. We just got to dance. And then um, this next year, you know, we came back, we placed fifth, and everybody was was upset. You know, going to even like right after the comp, you know, I, the faces of people, they were like, you know, we should have, we should have placed, we should have placed. And so, um, you know, that sort of hunger and, you know, there a little bit of faith in, in what we were doing, I think, 
um, people wanted to stay on board to see because they felt like you know this is the best iteration of Buckeye Bunger that we might that we might have. So um, yeah, you know we wanted to see it all the way through. So people mm-hmm. bought into the idea. You know, like you had some people that fled the faith and were still willing to work hard and follow your direction. Um, right. So did you do any like? Because I remember sitting in the audience at AKD this past season, and um, mm-hmm. I was not expecting, and I don't think anyone was expecting you guys to come on stage with the amount of, like, again, like, your intro was just you guys, like, walking out and, like, standing there yeah. and revving <laughs> up. And, and, and right there, yeah. but, like, in just just that swagger you guys kind of had from the get-go, mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, yeah. shit, like, something, something crazy is about to happen. And then, you know, you guys start hype, go into the, you know, the Kunda breakdown, which everyone was right, interested right. for and stuff. And, but, like, mm-hmm. so obviously you guys killed it this year. But, like, so what did – did you do anything differently, you think, like any key differences in your leadership style and your choreography, like how you built the set, your right. formula to, you know, everything? Like, did anything really change? Yeah. yeah um, I think uh, in terms of leadership style, um, the, my first year I was very – I wanted to win – but, you know, I was more focused on making sure that everybody learned how to dance, learned how to dance well. I thought that that was sort of my main goal. You know, I wanted to make sure that we, we established ourselves as a team. I thought we accomplished that. I wanted to make sure everybody was a good dancer, I accomplished that. And then the second year, I wanted the mindset of the team to just be, like, we're going to win, and we're going to slaughter everybody at this competition. You know, like, there was no Mr. Nice Guy anymore. I, I feel like we, everybody really came with, like, a, a competitive drive that I think we didn't really have the year before. And, um, you know, I think that was a that was a big deal in terms of, you know, what kind of swagger we came into the competition with, what kind of energy we kind of had on stage. In terms of set design, though, like, um, we changed a lot. I think we got the, I'll say it's the best and the worst critique from Sid I've ever gotten in my life, right? Because it was it was really funny. We went to blowout, we didn't place, and he told us that we, and I quote him, that we blue-balled him. We blue balled. Like, that's what's actually what he said, you know? And I, and yeah. I remember, like, leaving the judges meeting and being like, what does that even mean? Like, what kind of, what kind of a stupid yeah. comment was that? Like, I was so mad, you know? But then, but then later, when I really thought about it, I was like, well, you know, he kind of figured out our formula, you know, where we just do some variations, we come up with some good, solid build up choreo, and then we do something very basic at the drop. And so he was like, yeah, I mean, that, that's sort of what you guys ended up doing the whole time. And so coming into this year, you know, I, I we had a conversation as a board, and we were like, we're just going to come up with the craziest set that we could possibly come up with. Every drop is going to be something that hopefully no one has ever seen before, and that's our goal, right? Like, you know, hopefully whatever, no matter what it is, even if, like, good, bad, different, doesn't matter, like, something that people haven't seen before, you know, something, right? And so yeah. that's sort of how we try to go about building the set, where we would do something in our – you know, our entrance segment that people don't come out, like co-ed teams don't really come out that fast, that, that intense, you know, and, and without props, just straight up just dancing. And then, like, almost like an ending segment. And then, like, uh, you know, yeah. our Kunde breakdown, you know, hopefully we do something there that people haven't seen. And then, you know, sub-segments, see if we can do something that people haven't seen, you know, and just every segment, see if we can continue to build off of that. And so, you know, mm-hmm. once we had assembled our set after this, like, after this round, um, I was much more willing to throw out ideas you know, I didn't get too attached to ideas that I did the year before. Um, you know, I was like, hey, let's just come up with hundreds and hundreds of ideas and then just sift through the, the madness and see, you know, the best ideas from this group are probably going to be sweet. 
So, um, you know, once we did that and, and we had our set, I think everybody going at AKD was like, this set is miles ahead of what we were last year. So, you know, I think that's what kind of gave us a little bit of confidence. You know, going, going up against JJ, going up against KPGD, we felt like, you know, maybe, you know, this set is like something that at least people won't have seen before. You know, people won't have yeah. seen a set like this. And so that was uh, that was sort of, I think, the turning point um, for us going from last year to this year is that that key idea and set design. You know, like Ram would even say something at the judges meeting after AKD that was that was also really meaningful where he's like, you know, the, the biggest thing that they do with set design is like show your set to your mom and ask her how many things that she remembers. Like that, that was like the best critique. Like that was the best feedback I've ever gotten. Like show your set to your mom, yeah. and if they remember, if she remembers ten things, you have a nasty set, right? And and that was really yeah. true. You know, like once I finally showed my mom our blowout set from this year, like she remembered like eight things, you know. And I was like, yeah, man, we got we got a pretty good set this year, <laughs> you know. So I think uh, I think that sort of idea of you know you don't it doesn't just need to be technical stuff. It has to be those big moments, those wow moments you know we have to try and come up with some of that and uh you know once we started focusing on that and instead of like just choreography just technical stuff i mean i think we kind of like took off to a whole nother level yeah but you know you made an important point earlier that even even though you recognize that hey like you know maybe we're not going to execute this like you know that that vcu that style that vcu kind of set for cleaning and many involved for the years after you still place the heavy emphasis on making sure people had good form and they're executing well on stage. Which, yeah. Right. And I think in some sense you, you have to have some sort of baseline, you know, like you, you can't win a dance competition if you don't have dancers, you know, and, 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 yeah. you know, everybody likes to like kind of, you know, talk smack about like, you know, empire and stuff about like how, you know, Oh man, they, they don't dance folk enough or they don't dance, you know, close enough to the roots of Pondera. But, you know, they'd all dance the same. And so that, in its essence, has to be there for your team. You know, there's no replacement for synchronization. There's absolutely no replacement. You know, you can't, there's nothing you can do to replace everybody looking the exact same and that sort of impact that that gives. So, you know, in some respect, you have to teach how to dance. You know, I think that first year that we weren't as successful in placing, um, but we learned how to dance. Like and dance well one through twelve. I think that was probably the that was that was one of the most important reasons as to why we were good. Because you know without that sort of year where we can spend just focusing on technique form, I, I don't think we're where we're at. So obviously going into blowout this you know at the end of the year, you everyone was thinking you guys are UNC, you guys are UNC, and uh, mm-hmm. and then the uh, final result was that. Uh, both both you guys and UMC lost to Cal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know, like, I I just kind of wanted, like, do you have, you don't have to yeah. like, share the more personal details, no, but how no. did that kind of make you feel, you know? Because personally, I yeah, no, lost it's tough. the first yeah. comp that I ever went to and just watched. I've never gone mm-hmm. as a pure spectator to a comp before. And, um, me and many of the audience members at first, at first glance, we're just like, wait, wait, wait what just happened? You know, like, yeah, <laughs> right, right. I think that was our reaction too. I mean, like, you know, what I said before about there's no replacement for synchronization. I think that really, I think that carries a little bit more weight. Um, 
you know, I, they, they, they may, like, I think, you know, obviously I think we should have won. I mean, I'm the captain of the team. What kind of captain would I be if I'm like, oh yeah, we should have lost, you know? But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I can see how they placed. You know, it's, it's very difficult not to place a team or, or, or to score a team high that, that does their set extremely well. Right? I mean, like, what are you going to take off points for? You know, like, oh, they didn't do a, they didn't do a good job. Well, yeah, of course they did a good job. They didn't, they danced well. They had good formations. They, they executed the choreo properly. I mean, it's hard to, 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 to knock them. And so, um, I think in the end, you know, like, I thought the final result was going to be Buckeye slash UNC, probably UNC. I thought they had a really good set. And then us and then Cal. But, I mean, the judging panel didn't favor set design as, as, as hard as I thought they would. Um, I thought we, maybe we had a better set, but, you know, they had better dancing. So it, it, it's always a give and take. I mean, I, I didn't really mind the final placing, you know, because I thought that we went out, we danced well, we tried our best. Like, you know, I was proud of the performance that we were able to put on. So I did, however, yeah. like the fact that the rivalry aspect of the collegiate circuit was back in action, though. Because there is nothing that I wanted to do more at practice than to beat UNC and Cal. Like, when we got to the show and we performed and everything was done and, you know, whatever the placings were, I wasn't upset about it. But, like, at practice and leading up to blowout, like, there was nothing that I wanted more than to just go up to Nashville with, like, a first-place trophy in my hand and just pat him on the back and be like, better luck next year, you know? Like, that, that's, that, that, was like the, that was, like, the fantasy playing in my mind for, like, a couple months, like, leading up to blowout, you know? Because, like, yeah. I, I, I really, like, I, like, we really felt it, you know? Like, every time we go to these competitions, you really wanted to beat UNC. You really wanted to beat Cal. And I think that's the only reason why, as teams, we improved throughout the year, all three of us. You know, like, I don't think there's any other reason behind that. You know, without, like, hard, intense competition, I think all of us kind of stagnate. But, you know, in the back of your head, if you're like, oh, UNC's getting good, Cal's getting good, you know, it only pushes you to get better. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And so, you know, you bring up that they're your friends and stuff, and it was a healthy rivalry. Mm-hmm. So um, how was it? to dance alongside some of these guys at Bruin 2016 and then right. know, yeah. and knowing knowing that at the next Bruin you're going to dance alongside them again, mm-hmm. um, but you're going to spend the whole year competing against them, you know? Right. Was that right. kind of like weird at all in any way? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, okay, I, I, will, I will say like this. Like um, people are on the circuit are always like, oh, yeah, man, like if you want to have like the – what are they, like they call it, like the fire in the circuit, then you have to like you have to be antagonistic toward each other, you know, where there has to be like some sort of animosity. But in, in my head, like you know, yeah, I want to compete against my enemies, but like I want to compete against my friends way more than I want to compete against my enemies. You know, like I want to beat <laughs> my friends way, way more because I know later I'm gonna have to talk smack with them like all the time. You know, like I don't want them to be like, oh yeah, dude, who won blowout? And I have to sit there and be like, you guys, you know. So like yeah. I yeah, yeah I that that was honestly even more motivating, and and that you know maybe some people might be like oh that that's BS or whatever, but I really believe it. You know it was like a sibling rivalry, where every single time we see them, you know I I know they're friends of mine, and I know I'm gonna see them again. I know I'm gonna dance with them. I know I'm gonna have to talk to them a whole bunch for the next <laughs> year, and so I'd rather be on the better luck next time side than I am on the receiving end of that. So, you know, I I think that was really motivating. I enjoyed dancing with them, but I mean, it 
dancing alongside them just made me want to beat them, just made me want to beat them more. And I think they would say the exact same thing. I, I don't think that they would they would pull any punches in that respect. If I had to ask you, maybe besides your team set from this past year, uh-huh. if if there was a a purely choreography wise, so not execution, like you said, like um, purely choreography wise, if any teams like really stood out to you uh, from this okay. past year, what would you what would um, you know? From a pure choreo standpoint, uh, and I, I don't think this is a, a unique opinion by any stretch, but I think Fulwich at uh, Big Ten was was pretty cool to watch. Um, I think that the, the like what they were able to do with eight people was pretty nice um, and very unexpected. Uh, UNC at, at Blot, I actually think they're I actually do believe their set was really good um, in terms of well choreographed. But uh, after that, I think the list gets a little short. Um, uh, you know, I, I think, I think Fertile had a pretty good year. Um, first class was good at clutch, I think, from a choreo standpoint, but, um, the rest of the year, I think they, they were a little bit more focused on, you know, dancer quality and things like that. So, you know, I, I hope next year we, we get, we get some more variations that, 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 you know, I'll watch over and over again on YouTube. But as of this year, I think those are probably the main teams that, that really brought it in that respect. Nice. And I guess, yeah. If you don't mind saying so publicly, were there any things, uh, any particular segments, any trends from the past year, things like that, that you really did not like? You know, any pet peeves oh, yeah. of yours? Oh, 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 actually, I have a good one. I have a good one. Uh, one second. If Husky Funger has listened to this, I watched your Nashville performance, and I saw you use Ishperator Pave the same way that we did, and I want to say that that hurt me. <laughs> Because I saw their set and they used that they used our Tamal song where we like you know we wave our vests around and stuff, and they uh-huh. they they did like a similar Bollywoody step at the drop and I was like, oh man, I was like you can't do us like that. But um, uh-huh. on a more serious note, I think from from this this year, I I don't think if you're a team that does a a normal set anymore that you'll survive. Um, I think that the circuit is moving too fast and people want to see something they haven't seen before. And so, you know, I, I think teams that are coming to competitions with, like, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say cookie-cutter sets, but, you know, I mean, that's essentially, uh, you know, what it, what it's come to with, with you know, you, you have to be doing something different. You have to be doing something exciting. Um, or I think in the next few years you might get left in the dust. So, you know, if for, for anybody that's, that's that wants to do Pataka at every drop or do more Cal every and every sub-segment, you know, maybe reconsider. <laughs> Any last words that you'd like to throw out? Um, one, uh, I want a huge shout out to everybody on Buckeye this year, um, and in all past years. Uh, I know our team is has a lot of OGs that that don't necessarily aren't necessarily well known on the circuit, but I want to give all of them a shout out. We had a really great year, so um, you know, and a lot of most of the credit goes to them for creating a foundation. Um, and then uh, just you know, everybody. Uh, Everybody that's on the circuit, uh, from a from a collegiate standpoint, that really brought it this year. You know, there were a lot of teams. You know, collegiate circuit's really coming back, and I hope. I know Buckeye isn't going to be a team next year, but the, the rest of the collegiate scene, I really hope to see it only continue to progress and only to continue to smack independent teams around a competition. <laughs> Most definitely. All right. So, so one thing we do want, you know, we're trying to encourage with the podcast and stuff is 
mm. um, people reaching out to each other to get more help, you know, to kind of expedite the process for their own teams and stuff. So right. in the event, you know, someone who's in a similar situation to you, the captain who's rebranding their team or just wants some advice yeah. or just wants to say, hey, like, screw you, Nimit, like... Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, Hit me up on Facebook. I will 100% respond. Even if it's hate, like, like I will I will gladly talk smack with anybody. Um, and, uh, and, and one thing I definitely want to say is, like, when I, like, first started, I would just legit just cold call people. Like, actually, like, I didn't know them. I'd just seen them dance. I'd seen their team before. And I would just, like, hit them up on Facebook or, like, actually just call their phone. You know, just find their number from somebody and be like, hey, like, can I just talk to you a little bit about how you design your sets? And it, it was a little weird, but um, that was the most, that was the best advice I'd ever gotten, you know, or some of it at least, came from just hitting people up randomly and just being like, hey, like, I, this is our, like, you know, I'm looking to get better. You know, I'm struggling with this aspect. I don't know how to teach my dancers this, or I don't know how to, you know, choreograph segments like this and stuff like that. And I, I think that helped a, a whole bunch. So, um, you know, even if it's, you know, if you don't want to hit me up, hit somebody up because everybody on the circuit is usually out there to help. So. Most definitely, most definitely. So, guys, yeah, so hit up Nimitz. And also, if you have any questions for Nimitz that you want to, you know, post to the podcast, we'll probably do a follow-up episode. And Nimitz going to be, you know, hosting a lot of episodes as well. So uh, comment on our Facebook page, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, you know, whatever it might be. Please subscribe. Uh, leave a review. You know, the feedback always helps. And whether it pertains to this podcast or anything else you'd like to hear from us, um, just hit us up at the Funger Podcast, and we will be sure to take everything you say into consideration.